I'm Kelly. And I'm Steve. And this is Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiance the Other Way, Season 4, Episode 12. The glow soon becomes ashes. Or, as Joy has so graciously put it to you, Debbie does donkey. (laughs) (laughs) That's like old, old. If you have Debbie does anything... Mm -hmm. I don't know how old you have to be to know to get yeah, the, what I, that is a reference for. But I would not. I'm not. You don't know? No. Oh, well, that's good. We aren't going to talk about that then. Okay. That's probably better. Is this a porn thing? Yes, it is. Okay. I think I've heard some okay, reference to that. It's not soaking. I but wouldn't know personally, but I, I think I remember. It seems like the story was, something. as the movie goes, she, and this is, this is relevant for us because of where we live. Evidently, Debbie... Did the entire Dallas. It's Debbie does Dallas. So she did Dallas. There's a lot of people. Have you been in traffic? Do you know how this works? Yeah. There's a lot of people here. So I'm guessing that must have been a long movie. (laughs) Debbie does donkey. So we get to see her falling off the donkey this time. We were kind of waiting for that to happen. This wasn't her fault. That rap that was on the donkey was on poorly. Yeah, it was just kind of draped over there and hanging off. Really, the rap fell off. She did. She slid with it. Yeah, she went with it. That there was no strap underneath. Mm-hmm. Her riding the donkey is just bad news. Yeah. She is singing an Irish lullaby. This is American. Singing an Irish lullaby to a Moroccan donkey. I'm not sure the origin of the donkey is relevant. What? You don't think? No. I think they're. I thought donkeys were really smart. Donkeys are the same wherever they are. <laughs> so I hate to tell you. Oh, so they don't know. They have no nationality. I don't think I. I like your tone. I think they could, right? If you trained a donkey to say "come here," uh, I guess that's kind of it. You I'm, just kind of do this. I, I'm way too sleepy for what? this conversation. I don't like where you're going, but this is where I'm thinking: what could possibly go wrong? She's convinced that she speaks the language with a donkey. Yeah. Then, here, here's what we do know about donkeys and animals and things that you ride. That if you scream, mm. it upsets them tremendously mm, and correct. it does not go well for you. Yeah, this is not a recipe for success. So right. let's just scream. This is going to get you thrown from whatever right. animal you're on. You don't even have to scream and they want to throw you. I've seen bull riding. They, they're not screaming. I think that's probably frowned upon if you're there. Yeah, These, they just don't want to be dominated. Yeah. This is a mess. So I think from the start with Debbie and Osama, her complaining on day one about the toilet and the shower, she has no – let's be honest. She has no intention on living there, right? No. Between you and me. It doesn't seem like And I guess you people listening. No, but she doesn't. Let's be honest. She, Throughout the episode, she gets into her intention is to stay here. And there's no him going back to America. But she has no thought of staying. She's not going to be able to live in a place that has what, I don't know what it was on the toilet. And that's what his sister said. Yeah, you never planned on staying. She said it was an upholstered toilet seat. (laughs) Could you imagine all the drips and whatever? (laughs) 
There can't be Somebody's any guys. Somebody's got their period. <laughs> Leave oh, something behind. Gosh, I mean, I that's even, disgusting. That is disgusting. I don't believe we're talking about that. Just saying. This stuff I, I gets get on it. the toilet seat. There's no reason you should have a, a toilet seat. should be something you could put bleach on. Yes. It does need to be sanitized. But I don't know. Comfort is cool. There was a period where there used to be like cushioned toilet seats. Yeah. My theory but on that is... The trouble with that is that the plastic eventually cracks. Then oh. think of the bacteria in there. It'll probably disgusting. cut your butt. It, it is painful. <laughs> My parents had those in the 80s. and uh, It's not a place I need yeah. to be comfortable. You know what I'm going to do? It hurts because what happens is you sit down, the crack opens, and it pinches your skin. You go to get up, and it <sighs> tries to close... And it traps the back of your thigh, and it's not pleasant. My thought process when I go in there to do that is to get out of there. Well, you say as that, soon as but possible. girls sit down to pee. Anything, this is because this isn't about you. This is about me. I'm just saying we have to sit. Oh, I get it. Nor can we control direction. I would so like to pretend. even hovering over the top means it's going everywhere. I would like to pretend that you don't do such things. Okay. How about that? It's I birthed your me. children. You can pretend whatever I you was want. there when that happened. Yeah, a lot of stuff happens down there. Yeah. Well, how did we get here? <laughs> yes, let's move on. So, so the, her th- thought process is that she's trying to convince that, that they're staying. So, do you fall, f- or what's your line? Do you think this was a discussion between them, that the plan all along is for him to go back? Um, it sounded like, I mean, that preview turned just downright ugly. And it did sound like he's angry because apparently they had a conversation and made a decision about this already, and she changed her tune, is the impression it sounds he's to- giving. It sounds to me like she doesn't know. Like this is a a completely new concept to her is what it sounds like. He is all on board like I'm going back. He's surely told his family that he's going to America. Uh-huh. That's probably why, why they're, they're so, they're on, so on board. Right. But she's not. And this it didn't happen, right? He, I mean, he said this is it. We're going there. Or this, we're, we're it, done. Or we're done. This stops now, is what he said. And wow. we we get back to the point of him using her uh-huh. to get to America. Right. This kind we of we knew that there was something. I mean, this clear, really what is the draw for these two? It clears it up. Yes, it does. This makes perfect sense for where they yes. are. Right. Yeah. I thought the gift she gave his father was thoughtful. Yeah. I thought it was nice. Yeah. It wasn't and like. And he was genuinely excited. You know, it wasn't like it was a, a bribe of a watch or right. something, a ring or something. Right. It that, was something that meant something to him. I think Debbie's a good person. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a very thoughtful thing. And it, it's in line with her being artsy uh-huh. and crafty and creative. Yeah. Moonbeam, tree yeah. hugging. Right. Whatever she is. I, I do obviously we don't think they're a good match. I, I don't know if the trans it's lost in translation, but when he says, Are you crazy? <laughs> do you have a mental illness or something? These are That's pretty uh those are tough words. That's mean. 
I mean, we haven't had like big knockdown drag out fights, but no. at no point Never. have I said <laughs> Although I'm not saying I don't think that maybe what? you don't have some mental issues. Oh my goodness. But I've never insinuated or said Speak for yourself. That we know I have mental problems. That's <laughs> fine. We're good with that. Uh, at least I am. We we one hundred percent know my illnesses. We're fine. So I don't think that's I don't think you can say that to somebody. Yeah, that's uh Kind of below and, the belt. and we kind of lose that in mean. in translation of what's acceptable to say and what isn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. His English is pretty good. It does seem decent. Of all the couples that we get, this is one of the more English-speaking groups mm-hmm. that, that we are. Are you crazy or something? That's. Mm. She said something about their text conversations were different than – uh-huh. They're real conversations. That they had, like, actual meaningful conversation in texts, is what she said. So and the pressure's on. it's kind of been surface. It would be like with us if I wrote you letters and then and then it was completely different when we talked on the phone. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Back in the day. But for them, it's this or or it's over. Do we think it's over then? Um, probably because she's not going to like that ultimatum and I think she'll be done. But I don't get her. That's the problem. I don't get her position on this of her staying. There's no way she was going to stay. You don't think? No, I don't think there's any way she was moving to Maybe she was saying that because she wanted to get everybody's reaction to gauge whether or not he was being for real mm. or if he was in it to get yeah. to the states that's what i'm thinking i know it's game plan i'm not a big fan of that right. but i guess in this situ- situation i don't know what else you can do because mm-hmm. you know even her son was leery she didn't sell anything she talked about all the big things that she did but she really didn't do anything nothing right one thing we do know is when you're that age you need a one story. She talked about maneuvering the stairs and no yeah. handrail. It's over. Yeah. Well, your one fall from it ended. Your the hip, end. the hip replacement. Break a hip and it's over. We get it. We moved from Virginia to Texas, and purposely <laughs> got hey, a one story. You had for me the looking at one stories and two stories. Did we? Is this the first one? Is this the only one story we looked at? Oh, I don't know. I think so. You sent um, me to places. I, well, because most story, most houses nowadays are two stories because you build up and have we use less land because mm. it's you know what uh, the designers of the houses want to do is they want to make money, pit, pack more houses, developers in. more houses. Yeah. but they didn't um, think about that in the mid seventies when we when they built this place. Right, this was sprawling place. It's all spread out. But this is the first. One story I've ever lived in. Well, other than on the farm. That doesn't really count. So on the farm means that you probably understand chickens. Yes. So could you... raised commercial chickens. So could you, if we had to live in a place where you had to go to the market and pick a live chicken, do you think... Do you think you could handle... This is Nicole and Mahmoud. Do you think you could handle, I got to go get a chicken from the market? Uh, Sure, I can pick a chicken. 
I would not want to chop it up. Well, that's the whole point. The feathers, but I mean, could you do that? I mean, I guess I could, but I wouldn't want to. My grandmother would go out to the chicken house, and she would grab a chicken. Grab you saw this? Gra- yeah, grab it. It's squawking. <laughs> she grabbed it by the neck and spun it over her head like a lasso. <laughs> Like she was about to lasso a cat and broke its neck. And there's dinner. Still warm. That's super. Squawking. Just, feathers flying everywhere. I mean. But this is how it happens. Yep. I think this is what we don't realize as people that this is real. It's For me, Nicole seems like somebody who is headed out to Whole Foods Yeah. to get her meal. Probably buys prepared meals. Yep. From I would the hot assume counter. Yeah. Is that I you pay by the pound. I've been in Whole Foods. How many times would you think I've been in a Whole Foods? Uh, maybe never. I Why I was, would you ever have been in a Whole was Foods? It, where did didn't we go in Virginia Beach to that one or was that a Um we went to Trader Joe's. Oh yeah and for they me built Whole Foods across the street, but I don't, I don't think you ever went in. I there. don't know the difference, so I've never been in one. That okay. is correct. I have been in Trader Joe's. Yeah. Two times. Yeah. Once here, maybe. I wouldn't even know when you would have done that. Yeah. You've never gone with me. Once in Virginia, then. I've been there once. (laughs) That sounds more like (laughs) You want to know how things work in our house? That should pretty much tell you. (laughs) But it's not a place you really go either. Well, I do. I go to Trader Joe's. Oh. I've been twice in the last... What? Two weeks. I don't go very often. Normally, I go maybe one, twice a year. I don't know you. Here? I, I went weekly in Virginia. Expensive it was, there? It was. Can you buy meat closer. at Big Lots? <laughs> I do not buy meat and <laughs> such things at Trader Joe's. I get, you know, okay, some right. frozen things, some canned things. Um, I l- like to get their extra virgin olive oil, that kind of thing. I have specific things I buy there. I don't go there and just like. So. Do my shopping. Nicole is in a discussion with her sister-in-law about living in Egypt, and you can tell she's not all in. No. Sister-in-law is all in. Yeah, she is. I think at some point. Sister-in-law basically says, I think she needs to give it a fair shake, and that, that it can take you know one to two years to really feel it out and and see if you can get adjusted. But it's it's being 100% in. It's right. living the life completely. It, it's that going to the market and 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 living the way the people there live. Uh-huh. Cuz I don't think you can do it justice unless you 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 do it that way. Uh-huh. For me it was, you know, when I was in Germany, I lived in the apartment, but at the end I was up on the mountain and with the army, right? On the and and had the apartment, but it wasn't until I had the apartment and I'd be there for a week on my own, where you're out in the market buying food, and where I wasn't going to the commissary, you know, an hour and a half away to get stuff. Where you would go down there day by day and actually living the way the people live. Mm-hmm. And I think in the, until Nicole does that, I don't think she has a grasp on. Right. I don't think she's only. I enjoyed European style shopping when I I spent time in England in the 80s. When we, I spent two summers visiting family 
And your mother's, for those of you who do not know, you were born in England. I was born in England. A, f- a product of an uh, American military man and a, an English woman. Right. She and I were born in the same town. Lincolnshire. Um, yes, Lincolnshire. And um, I enjoyed walking to mm. the market and <clears throat> and not having like big superstore, you know, you didn't go to Walmart, like super now. Walmart and spend, you know, two hours getting everything you could possibly need in there. You would go. And if you need meat, you go to the butcher shop. If you need vegetables, you go to the produce stand. So, you know, it's, it's all, you go for specific things to a specific place. You're not buying probably three days in advance. Right. You go and, and like my, my grandmother, she didn't even have a refrigerator. She kept her food cool on the cement slab in a little door under the staircase. Because that's how you did it when Boy, you would her not flat do that was now. built. Boy, you would not do that now, would you? No. But wouldn't you learn, right? I think for us, it would be you would learn how to survive in that culture. Mm-hmm. And until Nicole does that. I, I can't imagine her really giving it a fair shake. And she said something that I thought was telling. She says, I want to want to live here. And, and I thought that was mm-hmm. important. Yeah. She wants to want to, but she's not at that but point. She doesn't. Yeah, but she's not going to get to that point. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even want to want to live there. Mm-hmm. She's She's two steps away from that. Yeah. And so that's pretty telling. Her talk there is that he should, and that they did a visa, and that he should come and live with her there. Which all along is what you've said. Is the only way they can survive in their relationship. And it's because of her. Yes. I mean, he is a turd. Yeah. And he's always going to be a turd there. Right. Because he's probably going to defend... But it'll be easier for him to adapt here than for her to adapt there. He speaks the language. She does not. That's a distinct advantage right there. He's going to have support. And people here are more accepting of all kinds of people and cultures. Well, I think you can find your pockets. I mean, we obviously know that there are all sorts of racial and discrimination issues that happen Right, but in general... You As can a find society. you can find your pocket of people, right? And yeah, and you can find people of your culture if that's what makes you more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so, but in in general, in any case, you can have completely different beliefs. You can have completely different um, style. You can have completely different food, and everybody's all right with that. But they're that's not as much the case. No. And so it'll be easier for him to make that transition than for her. She announces that she's ready. I am ready to, to leave, which we thought was the, the issue all along. She was, it was just a matter of time before she turned around and decided to go. She said to him, I'm ready to go. And his response was, you know, every time you decide something, you change your mind. Yeah, you change your mind. I have some um, female stereotype thing to say about that. He said he felt like he's afraid that because she changes her mind so much 
that she'll change her mind about him altogether. I'm not sure why they're together. I don't see this great love between them. Well, do you? It's, it's hard to tell. <laughs> I mean, to the extent that she can, but I think she's kind of an odd bird. She's kind of kind of lacks I'd almost, emotional that's, connection. She kind of reminds me of our daughter a little bit. No. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just so aloof and almost a little cold. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. Odd bird, I think, would be, it would probably be an adequate de- description of her. Yeah. So I don't know where they go from here. What was, did they have a preview? I don't remember them in the preview. Did they have anything? Uh, no, I don't no, think so. No, so we probably don't see any of them. I would assume she just leaves and probably never comes back. <laughs> you know, is there? there's a chance, obviously, that they're a part of the new... The talk is that the next show to happen is an actual 90-day show. I saw somebody post on Reddit today saying they're so tired of... What did they call it? Um, cougar. <laughs> the Cougar 90-day. Nah. And that they're looking forward to regular... Traditional 90 days. Well, it's probably not going to happen. I mean, that's probably over. I I think a smart move for any couple in this scenario is to not get on the show if you want to actually have (laughs) Have a a real relationship. Because I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, it's just going to cause trouble no matter what. I mean, look at Gabe and Isabel. Like, Gabe's sister, she seems to be against this, right? If Uh you watch this episode, you would go. I don't think she wants him to be with anyone. But let's be honest, and I'm going to inside scoop something here that we covered maybe a month ago, maybe six weeks ago. Uh Gabe, let's be honest about this. Gabe's sister set up Gabe to be in the show. Right. It wasn't him applying. It was Gabe's sister sent in an audition tape pretending to be Gabe Mm. to get on the show Mm -hmm. because she thought Gabe would be good on the show. Mm -hmm. So now Gabe gets on the show has this relationship with Isabel, they're at a point where they're going to get married, and all of a sudden... She doesn't want him to be She doesn't like it. Yeah. Well, look at... This is the mess you created. You want the definition of meddling? Yeah. This is it. You created this beast. You made this happen. It may not have happened naturally, but it's happening now. So, you did it. Right? Although, I mean, this isn't a 90-day fiancé scenario because it's the other way. So there's not quite the pressure of timing that there is on the But she knows – Gabe's sister knows Gabe. Mm-hmm. And Gabe, what, it happened in a Facebook chat group this time. The talk was how many women does Gabe have tattooed on his body? Yeah. Right? There's at least three. He's really? out getting them covered up. Wow. So this is who Gabe is as a person. Mm-hmm. And for Gabe's sister to push Gabe down this road and then be upset when it happens, it seems silly. Mm-hmm. You you created this mess. You put this person in a situation you knew that they probably couldn't handle. Gabe goes all in on whatever he does Mm -hmm. and then backs out. She's at prenup is where she's at. Yeah. 
I looked. His He didn't like that. Yeah, his GMP wear is is his business. Mm-hmm. That's Gabe's business. Gabe sells it looks like eight different versions or six different versions of his thing. Underwear with you know, it's really yeah. it's really a jock strap. So mm-hmm. the jock strap, you can buy the jock strap and you can buy a pair of briefs. But everything else at this point is sold out. So you don't have wow. anything. Well, it could be sold out or you can't get it. But it's just like a boxer. Is it a boxer brief, a brief, or a jock strap is what you're getting. But they sell them for 25 By the time you're done, I'd be shocked if he's making $10 a profit off 25 It's possible, right? So $10 a pop. You know, the money is – you'd have to sell – 200 of them just to get Mm -hmm. $2,000. Now, maybe the cost of living isn't so much there, but, I mean, that's still quite a bit. Maybe in a month you'd need to sell 400 of those things. Yeah. That's a lot to sell. That's just a thousand. To a niche market. It's just $1,000 a week, and you're still going to have to pay taxes on that. I'm not sure that you can even make $10 off of one of those. I'm sure his margin's probably a little less than that. So he's Gabe's sister wants a prenup for him. Mm. So I don't know that seemed all and we saw it in the preview where Gabe's sister said that Isabel is controlling. Yeah, what's with that? Well and jealous. You, well you got that. We you know, we saw that when he was around that um you know, yeah, but the, she would only know that if he told her that. Well, that's the problem, right? And so now he's sitting there in front of her saying, this is the impression you gave me. And Isabel's sitting right beside him. Uh, he's in hot water, I'm thinking. Yeah, this is trouble. It's not good. Because it's it has to be from his mouth. Uh-huh. And, all and this Gabe, is obviously not something they've talked about. All Gabe can do is sit there and... and Put his head down. Play with his beard is right. what he does. Yeah. Well, he does that a lot. You a talk lot. about a nervous tick. Yeah. That's something that's that he's it. got. I was surprised that Gabe went back. It looks like he, two weeks in Florida, and then he turned around and go, and he heads back. I'm assuming then that Gabe's sister heads down there for the wedding. I guess but that's where this sit down in the preview has to happen. You've heard rumblings that there's only two episodes. Two episodes uh, left? Yeah, that's what a listener told me. Mm-hmm. So, it would make sense. There can't be too much yeah, left to happen here. kind of wrapping up. I mean, Rishi's about to get outed yeah. to his family. Is that a good idea? No. Is that offensive in some way? Well, who would, who would prefer that? I mean... With your own family, to have somebody else tell them something so significant, especially that you've been hiding. I get the scenario. It can't go well. I get what's going on, right? I understand their position. Yeah, and I saw him with his head down while this was going on, and his heart's probably pounding out of his chest because he can see that this is about to happen, and but, it's like a train wreck. But Rishi's, can't stop it. Rishi's weak. Oh, yeah, definitely. Maybe he'll be relieved because then he doesn't have to spill it. You think that's what probably he wants? Maybe so. That he's not going to do it? Nothing about these people surprises me. I don't know. Maybe it comes with age where we get into the point of 
isn't it just so much easier to have that hard conversation so Early. much earlier? Yes, absolutely. Whatever it is. Yeah. Nobody wants to, but it just gets to Rip the resolution. Off the band-aid and move on. So much faster yeah. if you just go. That's our word of advice. I know we get a little preachy and judgy, but darn it. Just have the conversation because nobody knows where everybody's at. It's going to save everybody so much. Yeah, because if much. it's not going to go well, then find out early before you get any more invested, right? Oh, I, if it's I a would deal think breaker. So. I mean, that's my guess. That's where at least I would think so. But evidently, nobody else does. <laughs> or Indian men. <laughs> I don't think we have too many Indian male listeners. But if we have any. Well, if this is if if ninety day fiance has given us an accurate picture of Indian culture or two and, for two and gender differences, then we've got to say, grow a pair <laughs> for wow. real. That hurts. But we have two examples of Indian males, right? Who are there? Aren't any more? Right. Sniveling in the corner, wussies. Well, we didn't think Rishi was when we saw him. Our stereotype of the way he looked, rugged beard, it's almost like... Um, it exudes confidence, right? I, and I forget, we didn't prep this at all because we literally watched the show and then ran in here and record. Remember the guy from Lost? I know he wasn't from India. I think he was from uh-huh. Iraq. Yeah. But, you know, he looks like that. Right. So we assume that he's this lost character, just a rugged, tough dude, when in fact... He's a little girl yeah. sniffling in the corner. Yeah, and afraid of his mother. <laughs> right. Which is which matches what we... want to be mad at me. Which is matches what we got from Samit. So yes. we're two for two here. Yeah. They run to these sages or psychics or... Astronomers. Astronomer, astronomer what is. is what we call it. So they run there and get their advice from these people. And it's two for two. Yeah. Now, Jen's friends... And take it as gospel truth. <laughs> Jen's this friends... This time. Are out of line. Yes, no. It's like the Americans come and we go, this is going to be our way or no way. And so they're going to come in... And we're gonna, we have this big plan that we're gonna tell them what's up. We're gonna tell them we're that you're a fiance. We're gonna direct this whole situation. This um, translator is. Uh, she's in for quite a interesting it, day. This is a totally twisted situation. Mm-hmm. I was not. I think what you do is you negotiate a raise. Yeah, I'm okay. gonna have to up that rate just a little bit. Well, when producers, TV producers, come to you. I mean, India is so big, they probably don't know. Of, Maybe there's a lot of competition and translators, yeah, and, and it gets her free advertising on yeah. television. I'm assuming. It's just a bomb. I just think that um, <laughs> it's just a bad idea. I, I don't know. I think um, I just can't see how this goes well. Yeah. You know, there's nothing about Rishi's parents that seem like that they're Summit's parents, right? Mm-hmm. Rishi's mom doesn't seem like Summit's mom. Although she does seem to wear the pants in the family Well, I get also. it. But for her, with the father being gone and passed away, I can see where that kind of happened. This seems to be a matriarchal society from what we've seen. And maybe that's where we have a hard time, I guess, understanding understanding that. 
Yeah. Maybe it's still different for us. But but this appears to be the way it is. Mm-hmm. I thought that, um, you know, I've had enough of this Randy. Yeah. Just in general. I can't believe you haven't gotten up and checked on Jen. It makes me think of like when a stranger calls. Have I'm you, thinking, have you checked on the children? Go to the bathroom. I mean, what's he supposed to do? Go in the ladies' room? Well, she got up. If you remember last week, she got up. It was kind of a contentious conversation, and she got up and excused herself. So I believe maybe women would under American women would understand that she's frustrated and needs to go. Rishi probably doesn't get that, and like lets well, her go. Well, and he's trying to have. A conversation, a real conversation with her friends because mm. he's trying to clear the air and get, you know, the green light from them. Well, it sounds like they have it. Yes. These two. And that's what I said. Like when they went to check on her, she's like, okay, you were, you were so right. All your suspicions were true and I'm done with this. And then all of a sudden, those two are backpedaling like they're trying to end up in yesterday. Because they're backing her down. Well, no, no, don't make a rash decision. <laughs> and I'm like, huh? Are these the same people? He what probably, has happened? It's like they've changed teams. Maybe he can hypnotize people with his eyes. Maybe so. Maybe they're so mesmerized looking at him across the table now that, that they they want to be able to look at him some more. Well, they would want him broken apart. Then Randy could jump in. Randy crazy. seemed a bit interested in this um, this dance class and being able to pick up something with a, a dollar with her teeth. Yeah. So that's inside scoop information about about um, Randy right. and I guess picking up stuff with her teeth. So dollar bills, I guess. So I guess you can research that on your own. But them changing their tune. Yeah. This I are. We were, you know, we kind of went back and forth. We were in the same room, out of the same room as this was going on, as we were trying to still perform our Sunday duties because Monday's coming. But I heard you exclaim this. What happened? How did these two change their tune? Yeah, they've changed teams now. They're on Rishi's side. They're trying to smooth this over and make it okay all of a sudden. Well, I think Randy is just at a point where she's trying to highlight her skills. Because she is a certified interventionist. interventionist. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'm coughing. I'm laughing so hard. I guess this is a thing. Where do you get such certification? I am a person who gives people bad news. Look, this is what I do. I'm in construction and in project management. So you know what I do actually to people is I give everybody bad news. This is going to cost more than we thought it was going to cost. Can I please have more money? This is going to take longer if you don't have this stuff done before I get there. Everything I do is delivering bad news. I need this certification because people – you know what they tell me when I tell them these things? You know what they say? Uh, I don't like your tone. You're right. So evidently – I need some training. Yeah, apparently. I need it from Randy. Because she says they take it and see it as good news. This doesn't happen. <laughs> Nobody takes bad news like good news. This is like parenting, right? It's all bad news. She says she's going to highlight the positive. 
Rishi's not on drugs. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is what she said. She gave it specific examples. Your kid, what was it? Wasn't there something about your He's kid's not, not pregnant? prostitutes or something. I don't know. <laughs> They're having sex, but nobody's pregnant. Right. This is still, I don't know. I mean, I guess this is good news, right? You find it's like reverse psychology You or something? find something bad and you spin it to where it's good. So I don't know how this works. Wow. One thing I did notice was Rishi's shirt, and I know you didn't pay attention to this too much detail, but it looked like he cut the collar out of his shirt. And so he had an old, dingy white T-shirt. It looked like that, um, I don't know, some Hanes commercial where you have the crappy shirt at the date, and that's what he looked like when he was there. So I'm thinking if – is the certified interventionist Randy? Yes. Okay. So I'm thinking if Watch Randy yourself. is the certified interventionist, she should craft a really good way to explain her other profession. Right. Maybe. <laughs> I think that's in her past. Maybe, well, she did because she's here now. So I don't know. She was awfully comfortable in that dance class. <laughs> well, she was. There's no doubt about it. She was quite impressed, I believe. Hmm. We meet the trashiest of trash people, right? Sure. Talon. So you were not very impressed with Danielle's ex-boyfriend, Talon, no. in this episode. Oh, my gosh. What a complete beach bum. Just an idiot. Wow. So how do you really feel? <laughs> Yo, Johan. <laughs> like, what? Yo. How does Danielle get hooked up with this guy? I she, Didn't she say they she, met on a beach and then lived together? Met from, on a beach at the beginning of COVID and then ended up living together for five months. This is pretty good. And because this was just before she hooked up with Johan. You don't have any notes, but that's what my notes say. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking we need to switch roles. You <laughs> need to handle this part. It would be a lot easier for me <sighs> if you did that. So they talk about him, but Johan being young and having a lot to learn. Yeah, and that she feels like she's in a teaching role all the time. I'm like, oh, I've rolled my eyes. Stop. Stop be having the teaching role. He doesn't need you to teach him anything. Yeah, Talon's at a point where Talon says, I'm not sure I approve the talk here. Is that these two aren't already married. This isn't like I'm dating somebody. Right. The time to decide if somebody's the right for you is before you say I do. Mm. This, this dude's opinion is completely irrelevant at this point. And if she was teaching anybody anything, uh -oh. it was probably teaching Talon like how to wipe his own rear or, wow. you know, count to 10 maybe. This is tough. You're a little aggressive this evening. This guy is a complete loser. And I can't believe that she's risking her marriage for this guy. He says, Talon says, this is the most mature woman I've ever been with. Wow. Not only spiritually. That made me laugh out loud. But financially. <laughs> so the bomb of her finances probably aren't going to come out in this episode mm -hmm. or in this season. They're probably not even going to be a part of this. Wow. I wonder if they they have to come out. At the tell-all? have to, yeah. right? Yeah. At some point, it is. She's I totally 100% want to see Johan's reaction. 
to the truth of her financial situation and her need to flee America. I don't think they'll get that. Sean doesn't get that deep. Uh, but I, I want to see that reaction, even if he just, you know, left the show yeah, and never came back and, and put it on social media. She'll discount that as not relevant or not important or whatever, and it won't get but a minute of play on the show because they don't get that deep into it. You know, it's not like it's not like Andy reading well, real questions. Right. What they need to do is, aside from Sean, they need to have um, Tim Tim come on and ask some questions. That's what we need. Yeah, I'm not sure he's the one. I think he's a bit too polarizing, but I get it. They need somebody who's going to go off script and say the things. He's going to come out with it that need to be said. Let's talk about your finances. Right. That's not important is what she's going to say. Uh-huh. And she's going to just gonna spin it and turn it on Johan. And storm off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> that he should work on his trust issues. You said this. I heard you from the other room that all she wants is for him to cave yes. to her will. Right. You're just yelling from the other yeah, room. Yeah, it has right? nothing to do with it having a better relationship. It has to do with her getting her way and being in control. There's no way she can't have any connection with this Talon dude. You look at the guy. There's nothing there. I mean, these two don't have anything in common. So they spent five months of their life together. But that's about Banging it. in the bedroom. That's about it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, they didn't have any. There's, there's no, no deep emotional no, connection. Here. There isn't. You can no. tell. This right? is a, I'm holed up in here and I don't want to wear a mask. So let's do it. And, you know, we get the preview about. We get on Johan about him talking about she wants a large package, right? Uh-huh. But that still comes from Danielle. We don't right. know about any of this. Johan's not around talking about this. I no. mean, he is in this preview. But all this other thing, it all comes up in the whole season of of the Caribbean right. that they did. This is this is her just bragging, right? Uh-huh. Right. So now it comes out and she in and She's embarrassed. Yeah. So. I've had enough of her. Yeah. I mean, it's good TV. She's a good villain, right? It's good to have out there. She is a villain. Yeah. Poor Johan. He's stuck with her. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of what happens when people are trying to get to America. You know, this is the plan. The same thing. This is his plan. This is just about most of them plan. Um, He seems like a fairly decent dude, though. Agreed. It also doesn't seem like Jamie's plan to come to America, right? Would you agree? Is there anything about Chris and Jamie where Jamie has given you any thought that she's trying to come here? Not interested at all. I don't think it even crossed her mind. No. But Chris and Chris's mom sure trash her this episode, don't they? Yeah, that's terrible. It was. Here's what I have to say. I'm not trying to be smart when I say that. I'm not trying to besmirch. You know what I'm trying? Actually, going to do what? I'm going to probably actually besmirch. <laughs> they showed this clip when you went into where before Chris's scene of uh-huh. their movie theater. Uh-huh. Did you see? You probably didn't notice no. what was playing on the movie theater: Scream Five and Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is high. This is high drama in Haleyville, Alabama. <laughs> I you know at this point there's probably not a lot of movies out so I guess Jackass is kind of big. Do you even know what Jackass is? No. 
Jackass is a bunch of clips of just a group of guys doing some dumb things. You know, like shooting each other in the balls with a nail gun. That that kind of stuff. It's a movie of that. It's like practice. It's like it, YouTube. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what it is. So that's a movie. They've made a movie. They've made a couple of movies now. But I thought it was just crappy of them to sit around and really talk crap about Jamie. When in fact, I mean, you said it while it was happening. Chris told Jamie to quit yes. her job. Yes. How that happened was um, she had taken time off and Chris wanted her to have more time off and work said, we need you to come back. So you either need to come back or you can't come back. And so Chris told her, well, I really need us to spend more time together. So why don't you just quit? So she did. And now she can't get another job. The agreement appeared to be that Chris pays for the rent. At least she would pay for the utilities. utilities. I have it, to say that I believe Jamie here. It, I do think that Chris is really making her out to be the villain, and she's not telling the full story. Mm. Maybe she made this agreement when she was in a fog, a drug-induced ouch, fog. Ouch. You know, you watch her side interviews, and she looks completely... So high. Even when she was talking to her mom here, she speaks so slowly. I said to you, man, she's almost even slurring. Her words aren't even clear. It sounds like she just shot up some heroin. You know, she's only 40. Yeah. So, I mean, we're older than that. She looks a lot older. We're older than that. Yeah. And it takes us a long time to get thoughts together sometimes. Sometimes we start talking... And complete, but we can talk fast. Completely don't remember what we started talking about. Right. By the time we get rabbit to the trails, end. it happens. Yeah. I just can't believe they're slamming her. Yeah, that's called her a user. Yeah, that's bad. I thought it was just crappy. These two are not going to end up together. Yeah, and I we think, said that from the beginning. Well, it's like the two of them. This is almost like you're watching a news channel, and somebody is just out there saying something that just completely isn't true. Right. I mean, I was in this point in construction in Virginia where I'd sit at a table and the general contractor would go, I'd say something. They go, is that really your position? And I know it's a crazy, idiotic position, but I have to sit there and say, yeah, yeah, that's what I believe. And that's what I think Chris and Chris's mom, who Chris's mom seemed to be pretty good about, I don't know, eight weeks ago. But now she's all that Jamie's a user. Yeah. I'm sure Chris is just feeding her the crap. I'm sure. You know? The whole point here, and and Jamie says it, is that the plan was because both of them were going to have a hard time getting a job, that they would start a business. It's kind of like we got with um, Nicole and Mahmoud. Uh-huh. Chris has never been all in. And, and maybe because of her issues with medication maybe she can't be all in but we haven't heard her say let's bring jamie back here no it's never even been a discussion Mm -hmm. so it just seems crappy on their part it is i don't get it i what i don't understand is why she married her because it was pretty clear from the start that she was not 
going to be committed and serious about it. Yeah, I don't get what got them to this point. Yeah. What would make you think that marrying was a good idea? Yeah. I wonder legally what what predicament they're going to be in as far uh-huh. as marriage goes and how accepted that is or how real that is outside of Colombia. Mm-hmm. Does it make her have any requirements in the States because she's married? Like uh, for spousal support or something? I don't know. I they, just, I, I don't if know. If they broke up? I would imagine it b- because I mean, of, she could, uh, Jamie could definitely claim abandonment. That's exactly what happened. I don't know how it would work there in Colombia. At least they didn't buy a cat or a dog. I guess right. that's good. That's the sign. Jamie's got a dog, but at least they didn't go get a cat. My mood's trying to uh, lock Nicole in with a pet. What do you think about that? <laughs> I think he was trying to do something to make her comfortable. I think he is trying. You don't think it was like a ploy to... No, because it was before she said she wanted to leave. She stops this cold there, right? Yeah. Which is good on her part. Yeah. If we want to talk about adopting a pet or an animal, I think this she point... She said, I want to take care of it for the rest of its life, and I'm not in that position right now. Because that's I'm, good, right, I'm, of I'm Nicole? I'm easy about staying. I yeah. think that's an admirable quality, and it shows that she's thinking... Ahead. Yeah. I find that good. Right. What I don't find good is that Mahmoud does not like dogs. Yeah, that's not a good sign. What does that mean? I'm not talking. I'm not tra- Everybody. I don't think everybody likes dogs, but I think so, don't they? How do you not like yeah, dogs? I can't imagine. There's only I mean, one there's way. There's people who just don't like pets in general because they I don't like it. pet hair. So, okay. But that, that's the thing. A cat, but, you're, you're not going to like. I don't understand cat people. I'm sorry. If you're a cat get person, it. we just can't comprehend. Because we have a daughter who's like a cat. What yes. would you, if you had to describe our, Prickly. let's not describe cats. Let's describe our daughter. Moody, mm. prickly, uh-huh. difficult, uh-huh. unpleasant. And comes around when? Only when she needs something. This sounds like, yes, we had one of these. We had one of these <laughs> We in raised our house. a cat. <laughs> That's what happened. Switched at birth. So I, here's what I think is telling is that Mahmoud does not like dogs. This almost tells me that dogs do not like him. And dogs do not like people who are bad. <laughs> I mean, it's almost they a sign. They have a sixth sense about it. I completely, 100% trust my dog's instinct to judge people on the first meeting. It's 100%. weird though, isn't it? 100%. It's, they're spot on every time. Even if you don't see it, someday it comes out and you go, wow, my dog hated that person from the beginning. And now I get it. I was wrong. Dogs are never wrong. I mean, initially, like somebody approaches the door, our dog's just going to bark. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when they meet somebody and they are constantly showing aggression. Do you think it's like uh, we're going off on a tangent? Just so you guys know, I just want you to know, this is the end of the show. We're going off on a tangent, and we will end it here. So if you're not interested in our personal (laughs) thoughts about dogs and their, um, I guess, instinct towards people, this is probably a good time to stop. So we're going to finish this tangent for those of you who would like to stick around. I could say that I have a relative 
who came to visit. And my dog surrounded this person like mm. I've never seen before. Now, this was our first visitor after we got her. So it could be that. Mm. But I have wondered in the back of my mind about this person's character. Right. Because of the way my dog reacted. This is a family member. She circled, and somebody I love, sure. care about. I know who you're talking my about. Home many times. But she circled this person and limited their ability to come any farther into the house for hours. Mm. Really, the whole first day. This is somebody who stayed here and barked in front of this person <laughs> continuously. She was not happy. And I've never seen her react like that to anyone. So I have to say that I was second-guessing my own judgment of this person because of the way my dog responded to this person. She's never done that with anyone. And so in general, our theory then is because Mahmoud doesn't like dogs, that dogs don't like him, and then... Dogs don't like him because he's not a good person. Yeah. I mean, this is where we're at. As yes. dog people, Yeah, this we're predispositioned to... This line of thinking. Yes. So it might be wrong. Right. But I, I like you to – the same dog, though, say you're laying on the bed. This is how it happens in our house. Yeah. If you're laying on the bed and I would get on the bed and attempt to get to you, yes. right? So I come to get to blocked. you. This dog then comes up Leap and – Leap. Yes. From wherever she's at. And block me. And block you. And And like our son came in the other night. And he entered the room and went to, like, kind of collapse on the bed. Like, he made a quick movement to jump over the footboard to land on the bed beside me because he was going to give me a hug. And she jumped up between us and growled in his face. So, I'm not sure. Maybe our theory is is maybe. But it's because he made a quick Aggressive movement towards me. Is this she also was why, like, watch it. <laughs> this quick aggressive move. Is this also why during certain intimate moments, <laughs> I she, have to be careful. She has also jumped on the bed and growled. So on that note, we will see. What do we have for previews this time? Preview. <laughs> the previews this time. <laughs> That's probably enough. I think maybe that's a good place to end this episode. I think so, too. So reality roundup will be coming. So, yeah, TMI is what we've got. So next up is reality roundup where we will be talking about seeking sister wife. We will be talking about raising Amish. And we will talk about love after lockup. We will browse um, seeking brother husband, but we have completely – we're assuming that that's it's a do nothing show. It's just they have a bad cast on that, and for season one of that, it's probably not a good sign for that show. So we're watching it. We briefly talk about it. We're probably we got our eye on Ninety Day Caribbean just because Lydia's on it, but there's got to be a limit on what we talk. Yeah, about. Yeah, I'm not really watching that. I yeah. started watching it. I turned it off. Yeah, so. Once Lydia, I saw Lydia in a bathing suit, I'd had about enough. Yeah, that's a no-go. So, and, I, and I'm really done watching Seeking Brother Husbands. I completely lost interest. Right. But we would watch Seeking Sister Wife. Yes. So just better couples on that. 
Yes. Because what we have with Seeking Brother Husband is we actually don't have couples. There's, yeah, there's no like There's no throuples there. Yeah. They went and got exes and brought them in. They yeah. got – they tried to do you, me, and my ex with Seeking Brother Husband. Yeah. It's what they did. And you know what? It didn't work. You, me, and my ex is so much better. It's so much better. It's It could be – it really could be the best – reality show on tv it's really entertaining and trashy that's funny because i watched that episode twice did you well i watched it myself and then i watched it with you because that that north carolina that jacksonville north carolina couple i knew here comes the bomb yeah. and i wanted to be near you when the bomb hit yeah so it was great so we talk about that and um we do inside scoop and personal podcast lots of stuff for Maybe more stuff than what you want, but I think we have a little there. We put I put it out in little bitty bits to um, that way you can grab what you need. So we have Patreon, Supercast, Apple Channel, all of it there. Three ninety nine plus tax, no tears, no extra stuff. Yeah, it's just what you get. No commercials. No. And, and if you're a cat person, I'll just apologize what? if if. I insulted you. I grew you up with cats. In any way, I just want to say that I am 100% declare myself a dog person. We I have will three. always have a dog. I grew up with Waldo. Waldo was a Turkish Angora, long haired white cat. Uh, I truly believe. 22 pound cat we grew up with. That my life is better for the presence of my dogs. Yeah, screw me. It's over. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can listen to additional episodes by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple, by subscribing to our Patreon, or by subscribing to our Supercast for $3.99 a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes, tell your friends about this podcast, and rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com.